if they play with two as they play in the last match against Laren it could be a possibility because they are not so good in the mark and cover uh, but of course uh, the they played the Franich and Goyak that are totally different from Meyer and, uh, and from Ademi. Special uh, edition of the No Choftes podcast on the OLB. Hit that like button, subscribe, tell your nunna. I'm your host, Stel, and I've got a very special guest with me today. As you guys are aware, we are playing Dinamo Zagreb in the Champions League. It's going to be a very, very difficult game. I don't know too much about the Croatian champions, but fortunately, my guest spent some time in Croatia. He spent some time in Cyprus as well, FC Buffer. Valerio Zudas, Valerio. How are good you doing, evening, my friend? good evening, Sel. Good evening, my friend. How are you? Everything okay. Everything okay. Thank you. Good, good, good. You're in, uh, you're in Italy now. You're in the north of Italy. You're studying Lazio, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I'm following the preseason of Lazio here as a guest and watching their trainings. Excellent, excellent. Well, look, a lot of our guests won't know this, but you spent a bit of time at FC Buffo during the days when uh, Cameron Toshak was there and. Uh, Charlie, who we had on the podcast, Jason Punching, etc. Um, what did you make of the standard of Cypriot League when you were there? Uh, it's one league. Uh, it's one league that is growing up since, uh, uh, in the, uh, especially in the last uh, four or five years, because uh, uh, many foreign players uh, went there uh, from the also from the top championship in Europe. And there are a lot of Ryan coaches in the last years, uh, especially from um, from Spain and from England, that are uh, increased the level of the of the championship. So there are uh, uh, many teams that um, that uh, can can create one uh, very very good league also also this season. Brilliant! And you spent some time at Hajduk Split in Croatia with uh, Tramezzani, who was yes, the yes. coach of Apoel now. Yeah. I was coaching up well. Yeah, I divide my my last season between uh, Cyprus and uh, and Croatia, uh, and I had the, the the opportunity, the possibility to play against both uh, Omonia and Dinamo. Mm. So, talk to me quickly about Hajduk Split because that's a club with a lot of history, a lot of expectation. How difficult was it to start practically from the beginning for you, really? Uh, he's a he's a special club because it's like uh, there is uh, the the club represents Dalmatia is one of the biggest club in East Europe uh, and uh, their supporter are uh, Torcida is uh, one historical group of the of supporter in Europe uh, so the pressure was very very big uh, but uh, honestly since we start when you start to stay on the on the pitch. Uh, uh, and the, uh, you go on with your work. You are not focused on what's happening outside. We was also lucky that we uh, we did very well, and in the end, we we achieved the, the qualification in Europe. So, is uh, was was a very good season for us. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but while you were at Hajduk Split, did Dinamo Zagreb have have a different head coach? Because I think they got a, a new guy. In, is that correct? Yes, yes, there is. A, they change a coach. They they appointed this this new coach. Uh, also, in the they changed coach during the the last season. Uh, so when we played against them uh, the second time, from the second time, uh, they, we, they 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 already changed. Right. So, what can you tell us about them tactically then? Because we know how Omonia are going to play. I think it's going to be maybe a four-two-three-one with a lot of pressing. We might even go 4-5-1 or even 4-4-2. Um, we won't want to concede a goal because obviously we're away. It's going to be difficult. The away goals don't count anymore because they've yeah. changed the rules. 
So from a tactical perspective, how do you think Dinamo Zagreb will approach this game? Dinamo Zagreb is one team that uh, in his, he, he, he completely lead uh, his championship. So uh, almost all the matches, uh, except maybe the, the the top matches against Riega or Aiduk or against uh, Osijek, is, um, they are used to, to keep the ball for um, most of the time. So... Uh, without the ball, when there are the transition phase, without the ball, they are, there are uh, um, some players that are a little bit lazy to come back the, the line of the ball in no possession phase. Uh, they almost play 4-3-3 last season. I saw that this, uh, this season they, they didn't change too much. They played in Europe against Balur, they played 4-3-3. Uh, and uh, uh, the last match, uh, the, two days ago, they lost the, their first match in championship against uh, Slavin Berubo. Uh, and they played with 4-2-3-1. Um, normally, uh, depends on who, who played. I saw that uh, in the last match played uh, Franic and, and, and Goyak uh, instead of uh, the captain Ademi uh, and Meyer that uh, they entered in the Meyer entered in, in the second half. Uh, when they play three, when, um, when they play three, normal there is uh, the the play is Jakic or Ivanusic then can play. Or in front of the defensive line, or also uh, if you if they change during the match for two three one as the as the highest position of the of the midfielder as number ten, uh, they without the ball uh, there is the the probably in the in the line defense they will play with Lauritsen and uh, Teofil as a central defender. Uh, Teofil is one uh, very explosive uh, defender, very fast, and he goes he to was break. Cardiff, I think, wasn't he? For, for, he played in Cardiff, uh, I think, a few years ago. I think yes, I think yes, yes. He's, 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 as well? Yes, he's very strong in uh, in one against one marking, mm-hmm. and uh, he is very brave and go out of the line to to go um, to to jump and to. He's very good in heading. Uh, Lauritsen is more uh, for. Uh, Playing, yes, the the pass is more clean than him, and he's a very long, uh, very long shoot of 40 meters. He, he can also play the direct ball. Also, if they prefer to play ball on the floor, uh, I as I remember, they they usually they usually start uh, they usually like to to bring um, uh, a lot of play in one side of the pitch to to try the combinations uh, and. And to let one player free on the opposite side of the pitch uh, depends who will play on the as a winger. If play Liridon Castradi is a is one uh, young guy, is very very fast. Is I think he's the faster uh, winger of the league. Uh, very good technically. Is uh, very dangerous because uh, if he can take the deep, is very it's very hard to to catch him. Uh, if we play Meyer in uh, in the midfield, they they prefer to. To move the ball quickly and to create combination to enter in, in the same side of the where, where is the ball. Uh, everybody we we follow Orsic in his uh, European Championship uh, probably will be a little bit tired because uh, he didn't have too much stop. Also, the the league in Croatia uh, finished uh, quite uh, uh, quite late, so he didn't have too much time to to recover. But uh, he's one player that you every time you have to pay attention to him normally. He prefer to to play, of course, on the on the left side to to come inside the the pitch with the right because his right foot and uh, try to shoot on the second post or try to to make combination is uh, his favorite position and his favorite uh, style of play is uh, is this one. 
they they sold uh, Guardiol. That was one uh, another uh, young uh, uh, fullback uh, that uh, now went, I think, in in Leeds in Leeds in, in Germany. Uh, he he did also a European Championship. He, I think it will be one of the best uh, uh, fullback in the in Europe. But now they they sold him, and now they are playing with uh, uh, Sefuli and Ristowski in the left and the right. I think that uh, they um, it changed the, the style of play because uh, Guardiola last year was one uh, one player uh, very very strong physically, but also technically they they can play uh, 10 meters more high because of his. Uh, uh, because he has the the capacity also to come back very fast and uh, and to go to play and to play an active part uh, important also in the in the possession phase. Is uh, a is a team that every time try to leave the game uh, in front will play. They have two top striker. They have uh, both uh, uh, Petkovic and Gavranovic that are uh, the the striker of uh, uh, Croatia national team and of Switzerland and they are two. Amazing number nine. Uh, Petkovic is very lazy without uh, without the ball. Is uh, he doesn't like to to come back to defense. Gavrano, which is uh, more dynamic than him, but uh, they have uh, amazing quality. And every time they they have the ball, uh, at, at least to to strike in, in the championship in Croatia, at least to uh, to defend the series on them when they have the ball. So is um, is very it's very hard to to handle them. Uh, when they do uh, positioning attack, is uh, they, they are also very active in the positional attacking. So they are not uh, the classic striker that stay inside the box, but they they like to play. They come to play and uh, very good also to exchange position with number ten to send the the winger inside with one cut. So you mentioned earlier about the players that don't like to track back and some of them are quite lazy. Is that their main weakness, do you think? Or is there another area of the field where you believe that Omonia have the ability to, to really, really cause damage? I think uh, I think that the when the ball is on the side, when the ball is on the side, uh, they play very high. They play very high. They, are, they have a lot of confidence. But now in the last match, they, they lost their... Uh, First match of the championship, uh, so they have probably a little bit of pressure. Also, if they are, they have a team uh, that uh, is used to play under pressure, of course. But uh, uh, in this kind of match, they they have to win. Uh, they have not another result. The key could be that when the when you go to uh, you stay on the side and the fullback goes to break the line, um, to if you recover the ball to play immediately back to him and not to to move the ball but to play immediately on the vertical uh, when there is the space back to the fullback that broke the line so this could be one key of the match uh, because uh, not every time the line is uh, uh, is is, in, is uh, correct is on one correct position so they 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 suffer a lot the the transition the the transition if they if if they lose the ball, uh, uh, just uh, Ademi is the is the captain. Is the the midfielder that uh, cover more space and uh, run uh, a little bit more. The other are more players that uh, likes to to move the ball and doesn't like to to play without the ball. Uh, in, in the goal, you, everybody we know Livakovic, the goalkeeper of Croatia, is also him is one of the top goalkeeper of the 
of the Europe. So is uh, is very is very hard, but uh, they always concede something. So he made I the think that the weekend, oh, didn't he? yeah, I think that Omonia will score something also because uh, uh, as the as the quality with Shevovic with uh, uh, Jordi Jordi Gomez, so they they they, they have the uh, possibility to score for sure. I think that. Uh, we will be one match that uh, both the team will score. Well, I I hope that we get a good result away from home. Even if we lose one zero, I'll be happy with that because one goal th- there's nothing really in it. But we can't lose two zero or three zero because then it will be almost impossible to get back. Not because we're not good enough. It's just that they have that much more experience than we do at European level, and they'll know how to close the game off. Um, but I'm positive about this one. As you said, they've got a few players that came back from the Euros. They might be a bit tired. Um, they conceded two goals against Valor as well. So we've got that to say. Well, I know the, the two goals they conceded were in the last 10 minutes of the game when it was 3-0, but they still concede goals, which tells me that they're not fully focused for 90 minutes. Maybe fatigue can creep in. And I think that the key factor is, is the temperature in both legs because I think in Croatia now, maybe it's 30 degrees. Whereas in Cyprus, it's like 40 degrees. And yeah, to play yeah. in the I evening know, know, in Cyprus is different, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, could be also this one uh, one of the key because probably they are used to, to play with some temperature. And in Cyprus, uh, also the humidity is very high. Uh, everything can, can, can be important in this kind of matches. Uh, you have to pay attention to all the details, also to the weather. So... Uh, this is for sure, but for sure it will be no easy for for Dynamo because I know very well Omonia and as a quality player that uh, likes to play and also Omonia in in his championship is uh, likes to to lead the game. Uh, so there are for sure there are uh, one, one there will be one match with uh, with goals. Last season Omonia we we struggled in the league about October November time and I think that's because we were in the Europa League. And it was Europa League league game, Europa League league game. And there's the traveling, there's a different type of training, the training and playing at different intensities. I think the experience that our players got from last season's campaign has helped a lot. Um, and I, I'm really hopeful that we can go into this game with no fear. We could play our game. I'm pretty sure we'll be very pragmatic away from home. We'll invite them on. But the thing is, Valera, do you think, you mentioned um, the possession play that Dinamo Zagreb have. What kind of possession do they play? Do they, do they try to dictate the tempo or are they one-touch passes, playing in triangles, switching the ball different flanks? Normally, all the teams that play against them, they 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 defend on very, very short and all the matches, uh, almost all the matches of Dinamo Zagreb, they play around the, the, the box of the... Of the opposite, uh, and uh, and they play a lot of um, horizontal passes and waiting for the cut of the winger or waiting for the space uh, between the line. That's uh, maybe the number ten or sometimes the number eight goes to goes to occupy. Uh, they are very good in this. They move the ball very fast with quality. So uh, is the the match I think will be like this. But uh, because I know also Moria now is in confidence, they won the Super Cup against the Northosis. Uh, they uh, also uh, grow the, the their international experience because last season they uh, did this kind of matching to play the groups uh, increase also your experience to to play with the international uh, uh, international players uh, international level. So I think that now is 
uh, is different the ammonia of the last season. So it, it's not an easy match. Uh, I think that uh, it's not the, the the match that Dynamo will play uh, around the box of the opposite, for sure not. I know um, Dinamo Zagreb head coach was very, very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Complimentary about Jan Lesiak's our left left back, who's been phenomenal last season. I think he got 15, 16 assists, if, if not more. So I'm, I'm pretty sure they identify him as a danger man for, uh, for for them in that respect. That being said, when you see the players, you mentioned Shepovic, you mentioned Jordi Gomez. Do you think that, Omonia will be better off utilizing the wide men more. So, for example, Lesiax on one side, or maybe Shehu on the other, and try to stretch the game with maybe Johnny's on one side. How do you think Omonia will play in this in this one system wise? Uh, I think it's uh, it's very important don't uh, don't lose the, uh, the the to to play in uh, in the same number of players in the middle of the of the pitch because the the three if uh, if Dinamo will play with three. Uh, is uh, is very hard. It's very hard uh, to uh, because they they are used to to play in that system and is is very hard to uh, to challenge them in the, in this in this uh, system. If they play with two as they play in the last match against Laven, it could be a possibility because they are not so good in the mark and cover. Uh, but of course uh, the. They played the Franic and Goyak that are totally different from Meyer and uh, and from Ademi. Uh, but uh, in two they they go more in difficult uh, than uh, than on the midfield in three. So it's important to play, I think, in the same number of players in the middle and after to uh, to attack them uh, in the same vertical uh, uh, when, when they lose the ball in the same vertical uh, of where they lose the ball in the same space. So is uh, I think uh, this could be the key. And um, you said you saw the Super Cup. I'm sure you remember what the pitch looked like. You could probably grow potatoes on that pitch. It was terrible. Yeah. It was really yeah. bad. But um, do you think Zagreb's pitch will be good to play football on? Would it be a good No, no, no. The, the pitch of Zagreb is, uh, is perfect. It's one of yeah. the best of the league. So it's made for them to, to play possession, to, to play good. So it's, uh, for sure it's... Uh, is 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 one pitch to ready for the international competitions. So there's a lot to really think about in this game because you mentioned that they can play various systems. They can play four two three one. They can play a four three three. They've got numerous players that can play in certain positions. It's almost as if they're blessed with one player per position, and they've got a lot more in their in their locker, so to speak. But in terms of the game itself, how do you think the game will look from, say, say an outsider that doesn't know either team, do you think you know how the game might play out? I, I would think that uh, Dynamo can, uh, Dynamo will start very, very strong with, uh, we'll play with uh, Kasradi, with Orsic, uh, probably with Pekovic at the beginning, uh, with Ademi, uh, so all player, uh, Aggressive or offensive players that uh, are used to, to take the ball. They take uh, all the wide of the pitch. The the winger play on, on the line, uh, literally on the line. So uh, also to play, I don't know how you how, how will play money probably with the one line defender made by four. But if they play uh, some some teams again, Dynamo played by by three, so by five, uh, so they can call they could cover more the. The amplitude and the wide, so 
uh, is uh, could be also this one possibility. But of course, you lost. You you will go to lose uh, uh, players in the in the middle and and in front. Uh, so is uh, one choice could be also this. But uh, to start against them to not take the 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 goal could be also risky. So. Uh, I think uh, Dinamo will uh, will lead uh, will lead the game, but Omonia uh, uh, will uh, will could be dangerous with, with the transition with the fast transition. Brilliant! I've got one more question for you. Now, I don't know if you know this, but there's a player called uh, Atiemwen that was well. He's a yes. Dinamo Zagreb player, but he yes, was yeah, just like... yeah, he's just joined Omonia on loan, which is a strange one because we're playing Dinamo Zagreb and we've taken one of their players on loan. I know he was at Lokomotiv Zagreb last season, I think. Can you tell the Omonia fans about this player, what we can expect from him? Because I know we've been looking for a winger all summer. I know he can play as a right winger, I believe, but he's got a lot of pace. That's all I know about him, though. What, what can you tell us? Uh, he, he, he played uh, uh, not with uh, uh, not every time from the starting eleven, uh, but uh, almost uh, he, he entered uh, almost all the matches in the in the second half and uh, he is a very dangerous player because uh, he is very powerful and is um, he can play also he played uh, sometimes by uh, as a winger but uh, i saw that sometimes uh, when they are uh, losing they put uh, two central striker and he goes to do the second the second strike the second striker there so he's is uh, one player uh, uh, very fast and also very very clever because um, every time when there are where is one second ball he he stays there to to catch and to create something inside the inside the box of course also he likes to uh, to play on the he prefer to play on the on the side but is um, very dangerous when uh, when he goes uh, one against one and uh, uh, in the movement inside the box is is more dangerous when he's inside the box than outside so is he right footed He's right-footed, right yes. Right yes. So I take it he'll play on, on the right-hand side, I assume. But then again, we have Botiak, who's left-footed, he plays on the right. So he might play on the left-hand side as an in inverted winger. So I think we we're lucky because we've got Johnny's that can play on the left, we've got Loiza that can play on the right, Atienwen's come in. So Babulis can play pretty much anywhere behind the, the front man. So I think we're lucky in that respect. So it's good to have a player that can give you that variation, I guess. Yes, yes. He's, he can play in more uh, in different system. Uh, with the two striker, with one striker on the side, uh, is uh, is very useful for uh, as a as a player because it can can modify also during the match. Uh, Dinamo Zagreb last season uh, use uh, a lot him to modify their sets during the match. Valero, thank you very much, man. That was absolutely brilliant. Thank you for your analysis. I'm I'm really looking forward to this one because I like watching the game as a whole and seeing. You know, not things that happen on the camera, what's on the ball. I would like to see players out of position and where they're going to be following the ball, if they're watching the ball, if they're watching the player, that sort of thing. So I'll be I'll be watching this interview back again and finding out a few bits that you said and see if I can match it up with the game itself, because that's that was absolutely brilliant. Thank you very much. But before I let you go, um, do you want to tell the viewers where they can find you if you've got any social media anything that you're doing like a linkedin or something like that maybe they can get in contact with you ask any questions if you've got anything i use uh, no, i use as you know i have uh, just linkedin and uh, the twitter profile uh, i don't have uh, other social media uh, i will follow also also me this uh, this match is very is very interesting in this uh, this round of uh, 
of qualifying uh, and uh, is, is, I think is the is the main match. Uh, so I will follow this with interest because I know many players of both of the teams. There is also Adam Lang, the Hungarian player that uh, played now in the in Euro. Uh, is uh, I, I will follow with uh, with interest in these these players, and uh, I will I will come to Cyprus soon in holidays. So uh, I will uh, I will go to there to to see some matches also. Excellent. Well, I'm hoping to go to Cyprus in the near future, but obviously with the COVID restrictions and everything else, it makes it even more difficult. But if you go, you let me know when you go. And if I'm out there, we'll, we'll meet up 100%. For sure, for sure. <laughs> Lovely. Well, well, there you go. That was another episode of the No Choftes podcast. Don't forget, as I said before, like it, subscribe, tell your nunna. Well, big game, big, big game. But hey, we get past this one, we're in the playoffs. And you never know, we might get Olympiagos again. I don't know. So... Until next time, Govelia, I'm a shit. <laughs>